Hello and welcome to another episode of Leisure Time with Duncan and Jonathan. As always, I am Duncan. And as always, I'm Jonathan. Now, today we're going to be talking about something that Jonathan has more experience with. Well, pretty much by default, but that's the detail. Um, <laughs> um, and also because of his current job, he's doing with the nominal inspiration for this. More so directly than I am. Um, okay. Today we're going to talk about the Madden um, NFL series, and we're also going to touch on the 2K series, which is going to be coming back in some form during the next um, count during the 2021 calendar year. But that, no details have been announced. The no, only thing we know is it cannot be a simulation game, <laughs> so that but that still leaves a lot of ground to potentially well, fall into. I mean, especially because. NFL 2K has been out of the market for quite some time. Yep. Monopoly, I mean, uh, Madden's had a monopoly on the uh, football simulation market for a while now. Especially since EA has also lost the license to um, the NCAA football, so which was apparently just yeah, Division yeah, 1, right? And you know, Monopoly on this whole thing Madden is probably, you know, EA's top-selling uh, franchise because no matter how buggy and broken it is, and there have been some broken Madden games, it's guaranteed to sell. Because it's the only one available on the market. And most people yeah, just get it so they can get the discount on the game. bad man or don't have a football game, <laughs> or at least it was that way for a while. And it still, it still is as of this recording, anyway. Um, next year, who knows? <laughs> and Madden, by default, was one of the first uh, football franchises I remember coming across because my uncle at the time had a Sega Genesis, and he had a copy of Madden '94 with Joe Montana on the cover. <laughs> So I remember that, and I remember, you know, asking him, you know, who's that on the cover? And he said, oh, that's Joe Montana, and that's, you know, Kansas City Chiefs. And I, I didn't really know where Kansas City was. It was like, okay. Yeah, I for some research. I read me an encyclopedia. Yeah. And then I found out there are actually two Kansas City. Yep. That exist. And the bigger one is not actually in Kansas. <laughs> and nor are the Chiefs, for that matter. <laughs> one in the actual state of Kansas and have what most people tend to think of, especially due to the fact that there is a football franchise. And baseball. So, that's where everybody tends to go. And, and that's right before, track. you know, Carolina actually got a football franchise, which is which dates it probably the most because that's yep. a year before. Yeah, before the Panthers yeah. and the uh, Jaguars, respectively, joined the league. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of which, for those of you who don't know, and most of you who know him probably will guess this by default, let's narrow it down. Yes, Jonathan works at, is currently working as, what, an usher at Bank of America Stadium? <laughs> 
Yes, Usher slash mobile ticket taker. So okay, yeah, I wasn't sure. I, I knew there was something else, but I can't remember what the exact wording was. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean that's one of those things where uh, <laughs> it's funny because I've been to the Georgia Dome. I, I went to the Georgia Dome for a football game. It was actually on Boxing Day of '99. <laughs> Let that sink in. Um, and and also for fun and for bonus fun points here. I literally, two days prior to that, had gotten eye surgery. <laughs> so I was still coming. So I was still in recovery for that. So, yeah. And, and my dad, now admittedly, he, the name of the facility in question should have been a clue to this. But, and it's also in Atlanta. So even though it was right after Christmas, obviously, it's not as cold as it is, say, in Green Bay or... Um, or Seattle. So, and at the time, Seattle was also had a domed multi-use stadium. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> because the Seahawks it's, and the... Yeah, the climate is always going to be different than Atlanta anyway, just because yep. of you know, the region is. Yep, and also because of the Pacific Ocean, right? Well, you know. Um, you already know Seattle's going to be... For, for all my people that are considering moving to Seattle, which I know is some of some of our listeners are considering it. If you don't live there, but if you are, just just know you're gonna need your galoshes, your raincoat, or get all get all your rain accessories you're gonna get. Cause you will need that. And, and I think um at some point in our podcast we will do a Seattle themed episode because Frazier you know, <laughs> out of shows that are set in yeah. Seattle I'm listening obviously the most famous coffee companies no names no names because they're not sponsoring the podcast and we will not say that in and at least on my end I'm not fond of the one you're most likely as most likely comes to mind but it's, okay and we're not sponsored by them either way, but anyway, I'm going to bring this up because they are not based off Seattle. I prefer Caribou, just to, be, just, just to put it out there. And if they're listening, yes, we will accept sponsorship. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're not... If you want to sponsor us, if any sponsors want to... Hey, if you two wants to be a sponsor, hey, we're down. You know, whatever, whatever you want to do. But back to Madden. Yep. Madden, I think... For me, especially my generation, was probably one of the first uh, simulation or sports games, not just football games, but sports games in general. Came from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was all but guaranteed that, so like a Genesis, PlayStation, PS2. Somebody had a bad copy somewhere on their ship. Yeah, I mean, and I, when I got my PS3, I still did not get a, um, the Madden games until we moved to Virginia. And that was just because I happened to be working in a Walmart at the time. And and when Madden hit the sh- when Madden 16 hit the shelves, I was working in ma- I moved from carts to maintenance primarily. And and one of the things I would do is I would constantly be going through the electronics department. Like like I mean literally like it was, I mean the store was it was, it was a super center but it was one of the smaller ones. Um, it didn't have like an optometry department or um, or optical and 
They also did, at least at that one, I don't think they had an automotive um, department oh, proper, by which I mean the actual um, oil change and tire rotation, all that normal stuff. Um, I had to go somewhere else for that. But, yeah, so they would, but that was nice, and it was one of those things where, so the electronics was, like most cases, the electronics was in the middle of the back of the building, so it, you, so when you went through the, um, the what they call the general merchandising side of the building, it was a straight shot down from the entrance, right? <laughs> Makes sense? And so it was pretty much at the, if you're facing the building, it was pretty much at the left side. It was, you were going straight down to be on your left. <laughs> See, so I decided to just go ahead and get it because I was, because it was just in my face constantly because I was walking past it like, once an hour at minimum. Um, sometimes twice an hour, depending on how many people are also out there. Um, and if there and if there were any spills or dropped stuff, we would usually they would usually call. We had a little radio, so all that fun. Yeah, but still. Um, and yeah. I would imagine probably had a couple spills. You know, just because when you're dealing with merchandise, some something. <laughs> Is bound to spill at least to some degree, or something's yep. gonna break, or you know something gets bent. You know, I don't care how careful you are; certain things are just gonna, you know. Especially anything to do with food, any, any kind of food handling. Just be prepared for spills, you know, at okay. least to some degree. Okay, yeah, but still, back now, back to Madden itself. What now? We're also going to cover this, you know, because the uh, book Console Wars shows, <laughs> rather, how EA, its founder, um, who by all accounts was not as difficult to work with as the current um, executives are, um, he was actually a decent fellow by all accounts, um, although considering they also said that about President Carter, and we all know how much of a disaster his administration was. <laughs> and, 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 you know, it, it is to say that I would say that's almost like a perfect metaphor for the mad games themselves because... What, the Carter? <laughs> or um, Jimmy Carter? You either get the best of the best where yeah, I mean, and it's to the point that now, again, we don't work for EA, although we will, and we won't work for EA Sports, but we will, if they are, if we get a chance, we will work, we will gladly work for BioWare. <laughs> oh, most definitely. I mean, Blizzard wants a phone call, somebody get Blizzard on the phone. Blizzard's another, I, I, oh, never mind. Oh. Blizzard, Epic, Reed. Epic games, hey, I mean. Yeah, Trevor, if you're listening, Jonathan wants a job. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> um, he wants to help. <laughs> anyway, um, but he's not moving to Burbank or wherever it is. I think they're in Burbank, yeah. Um, but still, yeah, like I said, but Madden, and, and should we bring up the Madden curse now, or do you want to wait a bit? <laughs> I think we can talk about it. Okay. Because it is a fair point. You know, I do think... I don't know if I necessarily call it a curse, but kind of don't want your your likeness to be on the Madden cover just because 
It's probably not going to end well. Yeah, I mean, to the point that I I wouldn't be surprised if now, mainly they've stopped doing this uh, because now it's the um, you know EA gets to pick them. Because it used to be a fan vote, but nowadays it's usually EA picks the um, cover athlete <laughs> in-house. Um, yeah, so, but yeah, I said the. So yeah, I mean, I was always wondering if they were deliberately picking, if, if some of the fans were deliberately voting for someone they didn't like or for for a rival team. <laughs> to um, deliberately. I thought they were still, you know, doing the thing. Uh, the fan voted rather procedure, you know, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Especially because we all know football rivalries, I don't care if they're, you know, pro football, college football, whatever. They, they get heated. I should know. <laughs> I should know. I'm in one of the states where one of the biggest, most uh, historical and very passionate, polarizing uh, fandom rivalries is kind of going on. My college football fans know what it is. Yep. All my college football fans, I'm just saying, if you go to Durham, do not mention Chapel Hill. Don't you dare. Or Raleigh, for that matter. <laughs> Do not mention Durham. Yeah. So, and uh, where's NC State? Are they in Raleigh? I think they're in Raleigh. So, so it's all three of them. <laughs> just don't yeah, like it. Don't do it. I mean, um, for for Madden, you know, I think um, the uh. Um, like I said, I don't know if I'd call it a curse, but it's not really something you want as a player because it usually leads to either your team getting to the Super Bowl and not winning or one of your players getting a very bad injury. I would say that. Nah. Yep. And usually it's the person who's actually on the cover. <laughs> it's said injury. Yeah. Or... You know, you have a season where you know it just doesn't go well. No, it's kind of like these sports equivalent to uh, winning wrestling artists at the Grammys. It's not what you want. You may think it's what you want, but it's not what you want. Yeah, we are now <laughs> on the other hand. <laughs> in, in certain situations, you can win the best new artist. You know, be a winner, but your career is going to be affected to some degree. Yeah, and we'll talk about Weird Al Yankovic at a later point. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get to that. <laughs> um, yeah, but now what I always find, what I want to find out is how John Madden reacted to his betrayal on a Mad TV. Like, I would love to know what he thought. Oh, I mean, was that Frank Caliendo doing all the um, Ace yeah, hardware ads always, and whatnot? <laughs> I don't know if he's ever mentioned it. Yeah. Now, that would be an interesting memoir to read, yeah, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, now that would be an interesting memoir, wouldn't it? Um, it would. <laughs> and for, for John Mann, you know, he was one of the first uh, football-related people 
people that I saw on the TV screen. Like he, it was him, it was Joe Montana, and then um, let me see who else did I see? Brad Favre, you know. He was another one that I could say. Oh God. Then it was the whole rank roots case. Won't get into that, but you know we we gotta count him too. You know um, who else did I see? Barry Sanders, because I had family out there in Detroit, so naturally that's why I saw Barry Sanders. Okay, no autobiography or memoir, but he has written some. What I guess you would call them um, how-to guides or possibly self-help books. Not a bad career move, I would say, because <laughs> athletes know a thing or two, you know, especially a lot of great ones, they know a thing or two about self-help, self-care, you know, help. Because a lot of them kind of know, like, how to navigate. Now, since we are talking about football, who was one of the first football players that you remember seeing at a young age or one of the first people you came across? Okay, let's take the obvious ones out of the way. Dan Marino, um, Joe Montana, oh, yeah, which you already mentioned here, of course. Um, and then you had, um, and now Brett Favre came a bit later, but when he was, but we were still relatively young when he started. And also, John Elway was another one who oh, you heard a lot yeah, about. Especially because I had family in Colorado at the time, so yeah, it was another one I got exposed. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And, oh yeah, and I can't forget about Manning, and, you know. Yeah, the Manning family, really. <laughs> and that, that's before oh. I even started to follow football heavily. You know, it, it's fun. Yep. Because I really didn't start to follow football until I got into my teenage years and I then I really started to, you know, go for it. <laughs> yeah. Which is surprising to me, but that's just how I played out. And then um, let's see, who else can I think of? <laughs> um I remember when the when the Texans used to be called the Oilers. So you see a lot of their Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, no, no, no. The Oilers, that's the Titans now. The Texans are. Using a, uh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. The Oilers. I'm thinking The Ravens and the Browns? Is that. <laughs> is that a <laughs> convoluted mess in its own right? <laughs> yeah, that, that whole thing. And then, of course, I remember when the Rams were. You know, their, their whole phase when they were in the STL rather than, you know, in L.A., you know, that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, yeah, I mean, speaking I of think that, I think that's it. Uh, other than, you know, the L.A. Raiders. Now Las Vegas. Yeah. And now they're in Las Vegas <laughs> starting this year. Yeah, now they're in so, you know, that changes up a lot. Oh, yeah. And Washington, before they change their name to uh, a generic one. Yeah, it's the I point that... I can't even call it a politically correct one because, you know, it's a generic. <laughs> yeah, it's a accurate description, but that's about 
the long and short of it, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a placeholder. <laughs> At best. Yeah, it's a placeholder. You know. Um, <laughs> That's, that'd so, be a funny... Yeah, there, there was this one cartoon, I think it was by Hannah Barbera, that my dad grew up watching it, where... The high school football team—they were—they—they they were apparently so politically correct that they—that the only name they could find that wouldn't offend anybody was the was the jellyfish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Surprised nobody actually done it. I mean, because granted, granted, that that isn't to say I don't understand why you know indigenous people are kind of you know upset about. Oh, I did it. Fuck. Because <laughs> you know. At some point, it's just like you can't think of another. It's gotta be another name you could think of. I understand that, you know. But Madden, I think, is going to. I think that two K is going to affect Madden still. You think it's gonna affect it, or you think it's gonna barely make it? Yeah, that's a good question. I think that it's going to make a dent by default because it's, it's going to mean that there's some there's a, that means you'll have an op, actual option with the license because there is another simulation football game out right now that what it's not what it's what it's completely made up teams it's not and stadiums for that matter so there's not so you have some of the same locales on cities. Are represented, but but it's but it's not, but there's no actual players or um or teams or yeah um right because of the whole you know license agreement and all those things. Yep. So uh, I think it's gonna be good to see competition because I I remember at one point in time you had in NFL game day and NFL blitz as well. And Blitz always had that more arcade style, so that made it interesting. Yep. And then, of course, it was the whole time when the XFL. <laughs> XFL just can't get off the brand. <laughs> can't. They tried and they tried again, but they just. I don't know. I guess XFL is meant to be. Yeah, I mean, and and like we said earlier, you are distantly related by marriage to the McMahon, Levesque, whatever the hell they are, <laughs> family. <laughs> <laughs> and to the point that we honestly forget which yeah, side of the family. You said you were like your third cousin twice removed or something. <laughs> or some... Yeah, I'm somewhere removed. Yeah. And that's a difficult family situation that I can't really regard all the details for. Anyway, back to Madden. Yeah. Um, Madden, I think, for many, <clears throat> other than it being the first uh, franchise they came across, I think it's one of those things where people are excited because it's just like oh it's a man tournament 
let me play. <laughs> you know, it's mad tournaments that been going on ever since they, you know, I want to say since the early 2000s, just because whether in an informal setting or a formal one, <laughs> which you do have to admit that Madden kind of brought in the whole esports thing. <laughs> Man was a big uh, game changer on that front because esports back in let's say 2003, esports weren't a thing. They just weren't, and now they're you know a billion, probably at this point, billion dollar business. So I think Madden definitely helped out on that end. You know, I, I think most people associate esports with like, you know, Warcraft, which not taking away from Warcraft. No. Not taking away from Halo, not taking away from Fortnite, not any of those things. But Madden did it first, I would say. Yeah, and um Two <sighs> K also helped out a great deal with that as well, you know, the whole esports thing. Where you became a professional, you know, esports player and now that they're airing it on ESPN. <laughs> you know, in response to, you know, the pandemic. That that just shows you how far gaming has come, you know, in terms of it being something that nerdy people did or something that, you know, either hardcore people did into, you know, what it is now. Where you had celebrities even kind of hopping into the gaming world as well. Yeah, and, yeah, I mean, and to the point that, yeah, and you also have, now, this is, now, it, it depends on the sport, really, because really, some sports are easier to, um, simulate with computers than other ones. I mean, like, especially to the way that, especially in a way that you actually have a realistic approximate approximation of the actual controls of, or the actual gameplay is handled the same way that that the actual sport is handled, is actually played. I mean, and like I said, you know, they don't do this anymore because of lackluster sales of the, um, peripherals, but MLB The Show used to have um, support for this PlayStation Move controller, yeah, and um, and the EA um, PGA Tour games did something similar, memory serves, um, at least towards the end. And like you said, the sales weren't necessarily up to snuff, I don't think, and that's probably why you don't see it as much. It's still a rare. Yeah. But the brand recognition in terms of like how mad it has it or how, you know, NBA 2K has it, no. It's a long way off. <laughs> no. Yeah. But still, I mean, like I said, there are a couple of things. Um, like, like, but still, um, sim race, simulation for motorsports is much easier to, um, actually pull off in a realistic, <laughs> um, oh, manner. Because I mean, most people, you know, they've either seen people drive or they know how to drive, so that already kind of yeah, I mean, gives them a bit of 
know, an advantage in that situation. Now, granted, it's more an extreme version of that. Somewhat, usually. <laughs> but you kind of know what to do already, as opposed to, you know, Tony Hawk Pro Skater with the, you know, simulation skateboard. You have some that, you know, know the ins and outs of it. And then you have others like, what the heck do I do with this thing? Yeah, that'd be our parents. At least, well, it's my parents. Yeah. <laughs> the heck? <laughs> How, what is a kickflip and what is a highlight? You know, what, what, are, what are all those terms? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and, and then you have a couple other weird things. Oh, sorry, it's almost time, of course. Um, it's kind of like, you know, watching football or trying to watch football, you really don't. Like, like the, I'll, I'll give you an example. You know how they always play the football game in, um, what is it, London? Yeah, but usually it's the um, Jaguars or the designated home team for that. Although the Bucks have been doing it for the last couple of years, too. Um, it was funny seeing, you know, because I have a Twitter. You know, I follow a lot of British people, you know, just by the flow. Right. And, you know, Seeing them trying to understand American football is hilarious. Yeah, I mean, although it seems to be catching on reasonably enough. I mean, to the point that they expanded the, um, to the point that they've added, they've since added um, Tottenham Hotspurs Stadium in addition to Wembley <laughs> has been converted for um, for iron use. <laughs> But then, it, then again, the flip side is also true because trying to figure out, you know, being an American, if you don't follow soccer, it's just like... Or rugby, <laughs> for that matter. Watch the soccer game or a football game, depending on where you're from. You're sitting here like, what? What? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then you had that, and you had all the jokes, especially when, you, especially like in our case where we had to um, take... Um, Two years minimum. We had to, no, we had to pass two years minimum of a foreign language. Uh, you know, we're still given the choice of which one, but it was it was so it was technically elective, but it was required at the same time. So it was one of those weird things. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but which foreign language did you say you took? I know you said you. Uh, well, okay, it's in the well, two for either. Your sister had experience with German. I don't know if it was you or if it was her. Oh, believe me, I tried that uh, for senior year, but it but they filled up, but the slots filled up too quickly, and <laughs> I know, there were a lot of things that filled up too quickly and were weird. And then there was one class that was shifted from an afternoon slot to a morning slot at the at the last minute, and that impacted another class I was planning on taking. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, so, yeah, okay, here's what I did. I started out taking French in seventh grade, right? And, are you still with me? <laughs> Hello? Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, it's like, a, it's like the connection... It's okay. You, it looks like you froze there. Yeah. Wait, okay. Uh, yeah, I was telling you about my... Uh, from other countries to 
understand that there, there aren't as many clubs and football here or teams as it might be in, say, like Germany or England where every region has so many soccer teams. It's just like, how do you even make sense of it all? <laughs> yeah. And there's also the fact that the population size is significantly smaller in each individual country over there that it really is astounding how they're able to support all that infrastructure. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's a learning curve. And then, you know, one of the more confusing things about American football is how some regions have multiple teams in some cities where you expect to have franchises, they don't. Yep. It's always kind of been a perplexing sort of thing. Because I'm, I'm trying to think, what's a city that I can think of that you would think would have one, but they don't. And we're going to disqualify... <laughs> scramble and they and they just barely failed to keep the Rams from going back to Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, they they tried. Oh, they tried. But they you know, they just weren't able to, you know, uh solidify that. So it's just like, okay. Yeah. And I always find it interesting that uh you know the Carolina team <laughs> Chose not to play in the Durham area. Like, I always find that interesting because you, you think, not saying that Charlotte isn't growing, but I'm saying at that point in time, when uh, the Panthers were established, you think that they would go to Riley, Durham area, or something like that. Well, in fairness, my friend, you have to remember Charlotte is right at the state line between North and South Carolina respectively so it was, it was more I think it was more the location yeah, made more sense it <laughs> still doesn't explain the hurricane though it's in a different place in 95 I don't know where I got that one right. no no I think it went that one that's nice and that. of course, I always find it interesting that uh Cleveland Browns are the only ones that have a plane count. <laughs> yeah, even Washington. Yeah. Everybody else has an Or something on there. Cause, yeah, because. Yeah, because. I mean, yeah, you would. I think that's. Yeah, I mean, think it would be like a brown B to contrast with the Bengals logo, where it's just the orange and with the orange base for the. And, and the black tiger stripes going through it <laughs> for the beat. Sure. That's how I would do it. <laughs> it, it it's like, you know, it, it's like they were trying to come up with a name, but they got stuck in the uh, selection process, then it was just like Cleveland 
Brown. You know, you can see somebody at a meeting going Cleveland Brown Bears. No, no, Chicago already took that. Brown, um, Brown recluses. Uh, no, that's a little too intimidating. Yeah, but Brand, that's it. That's the one. Yeah, there's also to remember that um, that's the name of the founder by all accounts, so that's part of it. Yeah, that does play important. So they, so uh, nothing else. It makes some sense, not that much when you dissect it. But it and does. You know what else I find interesting too? Certain franchises have similar color schemes depending on you know where they are. Like for example. Carolina having, you know, the red and black. That does seem to be too popular colors around the Georgia region. Yeah, the bulldogs. Same color scheme. Yeah, and going back, I mean, covered. And and it's funny when you find out about this, but apparently, um, WWE Hall of Famer Bill Goldberg played for he he went to college at University of Georgia and he played for the Bulldogs. Then he played for the Falcons for a couple of years. Then he was then he was um, traded to the Panthers for their first for their debut season, but he didn't. But he was but he got sidelined, and then he got transferred back to Atlanta the following year. And then he got and then and then Eric Bischoff happened to stumble across him at the gym or at, at Kroger or some such, <laughs> and 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 he said, "Hey, uh, hey, how would you like to become a wrestler?" <laughs> and the rest, as I say, is history. <laughs> it paid off. Speak, speaking of wrestling, all my wrestling fans, we we gonna do an Undertaker themed episode. Just you wait. Yeah. He'll come. Yeah, we'll have our. We'll have. Was my dad's gonna be involved in that one because he he at least has a great deal of respect for the Undertaker. He. Is it? I mean, it's, then, <laughs> I will always get him to do it because he's been a long-term WWE fan. Yeah, so I definitely get his two cents. Yeah, and speaking of which, and this I'll cover this in more detail when we get my parents. Um, okay, setting the stage here, my parents because my parents' firstborn child um, died from heart complications from defects that were not able to be corrected and I'm not going into details any further because honestly I don't know enough about them per se but but yeah but but she was you know what I'm saying it might be very triggering so you know you know we want to be mindful of that yeah but anyway so yeah okay so after that to get away from the hustle and bustle. They went down to Montserrat, which which at the time, now it's a smoking crater, was a resort island. Um, I think it was run by the French at the time. I forget. Um, yeah, it's a it's a vol- it's an active volcano, <laughs> and they had a resort on it. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> try and yeah, <laughs> hindsight not the smartest move. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, but it's a, it's a it was a, it was at the time a decently well-known amongst some crowds, not really taking off with the Americans at the time. It was a, um, it was a resort island in the Caribbean. And so they went down there, and and while they were there, one of the head writers for the then-WWF was down there on vacation or some such. It was, it was not one of the McMahons, just to clarify. Um, 
it was one of the it was it was one of the chief writers in, and they said that they had planned out that they planned out the storylines a year in advance and they had backups in case of injuries or suspensions or well deaths if you know, as, as you know big beefy guys and girls being each other over the head with chairs sledgehammers um steel steps and uh, jumping off a ladder <laughs> Kind of hard to avoid injury. Um, Especially in that era, you know, where, you know, objects were part of wrestling matches by default. Yeah. Like, that's just anyway. Yeah, they said, he said, he, my dad recalls that, that he was told, that he was said, okay, don't tell anyone I'm telling you this, but, but, so they found out about um, Randy Savage turning heel against um, Hulk Hogan. Over a year before the um, pay per view in question, where that happened. <laughs> so, That's a deep history, right? Yeah. So yeah, they. So, yeah, so my, because, you know, I don't think a lot of people realize that when it comes to, yeah. and we we definitely will get into more. You know, when we talk about wrestling, we're going to talk about some of the craziest storylines. I think that. Because I, I can think of the late great Eddie Guerrero, his whole storyline, his whole returning storyline. <laughs> yep. And then there was the, what happened after his untimely passing, with yeah, like and his aunt and his nephew turning them down. <laughs> get the sense that uh, Eric Bischoff, missing me, was just in a hotel watching like Warren Paul with Jadarius with one of them. <laughs> And just or both. Say, okay, let's let's run with that story. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it almost turns to a talk show at some point. And you know, but anyway, some of the other guest stars too, like some of the guest people in the ring. You know, it always kind of is crazy to think about. Like in the case of Snoop Dogg and Sasha Banks, that makes sense. That's yes, their cousins. Yeah, their cousins. Yep. So that makes sense. Okay. But anyway, back to football because we I, let's wrap this up here. We just passed the 40-minute mark, and I don't want to go too long. All right, so back to football, and and we will wrap this up here. Yeah, we'll, we'll table, we will um, table the wrestling discussion for a later point. But, yeah. Um, and we, we're probably going to do a college football-themed episode in the future, too. So be on the lookout for that. But one thing I can say, Madden was, Madden was and is a game-changer because, you know, without them, I don't think you would have had football simulators as a, as a viable business, you know? Nope. No. Because you can have a couple that predated, like, Tech, tech Mobile, for instance, but it wasn't the huge seller that you see, you know, Madden being today, so, you know, that, that's worth noting that Madden and 2K really just changed the way um, people perceive football games. Yep, okay. So what we'll do is we'll wrap this part up here, and we might come back, this might be a part one, we don't know. Um, because we also got a little sidetracked by.